Ladies and gentlemen, this is Fitness, Food, and Fucking with your experts, the Hind Sisters. Don't mess, don't mess, don't mess with the best, cause the best don't mess, don't fool, don't fool, don't fool the cool, cause cool don't fool from the east to the west. A squared is the best, we're gonna be E-A-T, beat em, beat em, B-U-S-T, bust not in em, beat em, bust em, that's our custom, come on A squared, readjust em. <laughs> Hey, I'm Homa. Hey, I'm Robin. We're going to tell you where to eat, what to eat, and how to look fucking hot doing it. Wait, what's the fucking part? What to eat, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Listener discretion advised. Content in this podcast may not be suitable for persons under the age of 18. The following podcast contains views, opinions, thoughts, and statements that will most likely offend your parents, family, teachers, employers, and anyone else deemed close to you. All content created in this podcast and on related websites was created for entertainment purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for a professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Consuming food made with our recipes may cause stomach discomfort and or laxative effect. As always, listen responsibly. Exciting though. It's exciting. You should see my sister sitting here with these big ass headphones on. <laughs> She's like, I feel like a real podcaster. I am a real podcaster. So, in light of this past weekend, we're going to call this episode Walks of Shame. Walks of Shame. Walks of Shame. I'm walking pretty bow legged right now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What happened this past weekend? <laughs> Not, not what you're thinking. No. What I, did you do? You're, she's walking bow-legged, and we're calling this episode "Walks of Shame." No, I, I did one of Homa's workouts, and I might have used too much weight when I was doing one of her glute bridges, and I definitely pulled something. My ass is it. Something is pulled in my ass. Is it like under your butt? Yeah, it feels like it's under my ass. Like, bone. but kind of like close to your vagina, maybe. Yeah. So, what's yeah. your excuse That's for your walking hamstring. like that? I just walk like that. That's my swag. <laughs> I ain't got no shame in me. I got swag. It's not because somebody scratched your vagina? No, I told we we already talked about that. And I'll <laughs> let everyone know my vagina has healed up just fine. Good for you. It's very exciting. I just realized something. A really good part about getting old is that you stop having shame. I'm pretty much at the I don't give a fuck point in my life. Ah, uh, you know, there are some things still where I'm like, you know, like I want to lift that weight and I'm ashamed not to do it. So I hurt myself. That's just called ego. (laughs) Be humble. That's called ego. Sit (laughs) down. I've done that before. When I first got to Los Angeles, I had not really thought through that I was going to have to restart my business up basically from scratch. So I, I needed to look for some work. And I went to this place called Nine Round to for a job interview. And it's a fitness studio. I hope they're doing okay. It turns out we're not a good fit. But I went there to <laughs> like, you're not a good fit for that job. I'm not a good fit for that job. Right. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the studio for me, but I went there to test it out to see what the studio was like and take a class. So the studio is basically it's nine different stations and you go and it's interval training. So you do a certain amount of time. I think it whatever equals 27 minutes. So seven minutes at each station. Please you know what? Let's not nine, do math Nine now. minutes at each station. Three minutes at each station. Three nope. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Three times nine is 27. Right. So I think that they advertise a 27-minute workout, which would mean... Three minutes at each station. We are edumacated. <laughs> we are so edumacated. So I went there and, you know, my ego stepped up to the plate, and which I usually like. I'm like, yeah, ego, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Uh, except in bed where I'm like, lie down on your back. 
Just try to stay awake. Be humble. <laughs> Sit down. So I did this, this workout. It was very intense. Even for someone like me, it was very, very intense. And the owner came up to me afterward and was kind of congratulating me and complimenting me. And I felt... <laughs> shame I know I felt my face the color from my face drain and I'm in this sort of pseudo interview and I'm about to blow chunks all over this woman's face so I was like could you excuse me I have to use the restroom (laughs) and so I walk I stagger I don't walk I stagger through the entire class to the restroom and I get in there and I'm holding myself over the sink and I'm splashing water on my face I'm like come on bitch pull it together pull it together bitch what the hell's wrong with you I was dying. Do you know that feeling when the color drains from your face? Yeah, you do it to me like every week. (laughs) It's like a wave of vomit is about to come up. Anyway, that was my, I was a little ashamed of that. You know, I think we just have to stop shaming people, especially ones who are trying to start getting fit, just getting into the fitness world, you know, trying to take care of their bodies. It's really hard. It's really hard. I do. I think that we don't show enough support for people who, listen, if you're overweight or if you or if you're not, let's say if you're not overweight and I ever heard someone say, you know, oh, look at that fat person trying to jog. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, they're trying to jog. And it's goddamn hard. If you ever want to feel what it feels like, throw 50 pounds or even 30, throw 30 pounds in a backpack, put it on your back and try to go for a jog. Seriously, I was like super motivated and I was like, I'm going to run three miles. Like yeah, I'm going to do it. And I like. 0.8 miles, I almost puked my guts up. I was she like, was this like, isn't going to happen. I'm, done. I'm not a runner. I'm not ashamed of it. It's something but you I could have, be yeah, if you wanted I have to. to work up to it. I'm okay with that. So I would like to encourage all people out there to just start moving a little bit at a time, guys. Realistic goals. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and do a half marathon. You're not going to get up tomorrow and go deadlift 325 right off the bat or squat a ton of weight or be able to do 900 jumps on the jump rope. You're just asking for it because then what happens is you injure yourself and now all of a sudden you have this great story about how fitness sucks and you don't want to do it anymore. And how I'm doing the walk of shame. <laughs> and you're doing, Robin's doing the walk of shame. She'll be better though by this week's workout. And all, you know, all training, all fitness is not the same. Just because you do one doesn't mean you can do the other. Like, no. Holm and I danced for over 10 years when we were kids and... We a lot were dances. of dances. We were dances, and a lot of it was That's ballet. ballet. Yes, ballet, tap, jazz, modern. And when I got to Los Angeles, it, bar class was like a really big thing out here, and I was like, "Oh, I, I danced for over bar 10 class years. I can is do so it." So popular because you get those nice long lean muscles, and no one's afraid of getting too bulky. Yes, well, I want to get bulky. Let me tell you bitches something about that because it's fucking bullshit. You're not going to get bulky from lifting a little weight. Some of my favorite clients are these tiny little, you know, 96 pound strong little women and we lift really fucking heavy. And let me tell you, she's not complaining that she's bulky. She's like, oh my God, I look so fit. If you guys are afraid of getting bulky, let me tell you, it takes a lot of calories. Yeah, you got to eat. You got to eat like a motherfucker to get bulky. You got to lift really heavy to get bulky. And you have to do it for a really long time. So this whole I'm afraid to get bulky nonsense, come say it to my face. 
you know, I was just trying to like... Robin was just doing bar class. <laughs> I was just trying to do a bar class. And it was a very humbling experience, right? I danced for over 10 years, but I couldn't touch my toes. But she can touch her toes now. I'm so proud of her. She showed me... <laughs> right, this day, minute, right this minute. She showed me the other day. She was like, look, I'm touching my toes. I was so <laughs> proud of my sister. I was like, yes, you're touching your toes. I feel like a little ashamed right now. <laughs> Because we're drinking at one in the afternoon? No, oh, sure, that too. But because I can't touch my toes? Are you shaming well, me? I'm <laughs> shaming. I'm shaming myself. I'm ashamed. Like, I'm going to make it one week during COVID without drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then my sister comes over. And then my sister comes over and she's like, I can't record this without drinking. I had a humbling experience. I've had a couple. I used to shit all over CrossFit. And I still will to an extent. (laughs) (laughs) I will because I can see why it's very easy to get hurt at a CrossFit gym, especially if you don't have a good instructor who's helping you out. So I have taken CrossFit a couple times and I got my ass handed to me. I mean, I think I'm hot shit because I can lift, I can deadlift a little and I can run like three miles. People who do CrossFit, they're fucking beasts. That wasn't because you were drinking the night before. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that also that was really bad. That was really bad. Not definitely, a great time definitely to do CrossFit. Don't drink and go try to do CrossFit. But these people are beasts. If you want people to save you during the apocalypse, and I'm not talking about the one that's happening now where the world is falling apart because of coronavirus and really shitty politics and people are starving and there's Republicans running rampant everywhere. These fucking and there she Trump goes. Supporters. And she's off. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I won't talk politics. But if you don't vote for Biden, then you're voting for Trump and you're an idiot. That's right. I fucking said it. Anyway, where were we talking about today? Oh, shame. Shame on you. <laughs> we're talking about shame how I can't do CrossFit. <laughs> I feel a little tired today. I feel like the energy is low, but you know what? That's okay because I am not ashamed. I have no shame. I'm going to give myself a little rest. I'm going to just drink a little bit more and then pick the energy up. You know what else I don't have shame about anymore is about my food. And I feel really, I feel really fortunate that I don't have food shame because there is so much shame around food. I have food shame when like around certain foods, like when I go, I shouldn't go out in public and eat lobster, like at a restaurant. I think that's pretty inappropriate, disgusting, and there's green shit everywhere and it just ends up all over my face. That's because you're an animal. Yeah. Robin doesn't want to eat lobster in public because she's just an animal. Actually, I had the chef come out and thank me once. Why did he thank you? Because you blew him? <laughs> she was like, hey, baby, thanks for the food. Let me blow you. No, no, that's not a great tip. But uh, <laughs> just the tip. Uh, no, I... Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. I devoured the lobster, right? He was, he was And you ate the head. And I ate the head. Just the tip, just the head. Always eat the head. Always eat the head. <laughs> yeah, guys, eat your lobster heads. Otherwise, you should be ashamed. It's like when you go out and eat a burger, you're like sitting I in the like corner. I like sit in the corner with my burger and french fries and mayonnaise so that none of my clients see me. But, you know, it's really interesting. That's such an interesting thing because there is definitely this, for me personally, I always tell people my body's for sale. Well, your body is kind of for sale. It is kind of for sale. Like people don't don't look at a trainer and they're like, oh, I want to work with that super unfit trainer. (laughs) They're like, no, I want to work with that trainer because they look really good. But let me tell you, I am human and I like to eat cheeseburgers and French fries. And once in a while I like to eat, oh, I made biscuits. 
You made biscuits. I'll make your biscuits. <laughs> make your biscuits. I did make biscuits. I made biscuits with cheddar and scallions. I know. I just had one. It was amazing. You put this spice in it. I got this spice from Bel Campos in Santa Monica. It's the butcher shop. And they make spices and jerky. And I got this spice. It's called omnivore salt. It's so freaking good. And mm, Bel Campos has really good burgers. And I put it in my biscuit. Yeah, put that it's in your biscuit. Spicy biscuit. Yeah, carbs. Speaking of carbs and biscuits, I, I have carb shame. Like, do you? I think a lot of people have carb shame, which is so silly. I mean, I got to say though. But what kind of carb shame? Let's clear this up for the general public. What kind of carb shame are you talking about, Robin? I'm talking about when I actually swallow a biscuit versus swallow a piece of broccoli. It just like feels better. <laughs> I love vegetables though, but still it just feels better. Like When she swallows it. <laughs> it feels better when she swallows that thick biscuit instead am, of the crunchy broccoli. I am a swallower. Well, so you know, carbs become <laughs> a swallower. <laughs> you are not a swallower. You have swallow shame. I totally can't even be, I can't even think about swallowing without my gag reflex. I get tight in my throat. Some people get tight in their <laughs> pussy. I get tight in my throat when I think about that. <laughs> That's so gross. It's like biscuit batter. I like biscuit batter. I just don't like <laughs> wait, whatever the fuck you're talking about. What were we saying? We're talking about carb shaming. Carb shaming. Right. So, and you were like, oh, it feels better. So carbs are sugar and that's okay. It does actually make you feel better. It <laughs> raises up your blood sugar. Why are you laughing at me? That's okay. We never liked you anyway. <laughs> we do like carbs. It does make you feel better. It, it raises your blood sugar levels. Then your body puts out insulin to help lower those blood sugar levels. But yeah, carbs feel good, which is one of the reasons that you want them. When's a good time to like eat carbs? Anytime. After I'm hungover. It's okay to eat carbs. It's okay to eat veggie carbs. It's okay to eat fruit carbs. It's okay to eat carby, 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 carb. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, right. So carby, carby, carby carbs. I think we're talking like donuts and pasta and rice. And you're talking about my cheat meals. Like those are cheat cheat. meals for me. Don't say cheat. I hate that when people say a cheat meal. Does anyone like a cheater? Raise your hand if you like cheaters. No cheaters. Yeah, some of you are sitting in your car raising your hand because you are a cheater. (laughs) That's right. No, but we don't like cheaters. I always tell my clients, why don't you say you're having a treat instead of saying that you're cheating? I'm a treater, not a cheater. Why do you get treats? Because I'm good. Because you're good. Because you've been a good girl. I've been a good girl. girl. Oh, it makes me excited. That's why I'm walking on bow-legged. I've been good girl. Again, she's talking about working out, (laughs) not getting her vagina licked. But yeah, guys, have a treat meal because you deserve it, because you moved your body, because you ate super healthy all week. Then have the donut. Then have the pizza. Then have the crackers and the cheese and... What other carbs people like? Pasta. We were just talking about some of the things that we miss from New York. And I think those all are my treat meals, like bacon, egg, and cheese. (gasps) Oh my God, bacon, egg, and cheese. Guys, in New York, you wake up in the morning and you can drag your sorry ass to any corner and get someone who could be from anywhere in the world. They could be Korean. They could be Turkish. They could be from Colombia. The people that own the bodegas in New York, you're my heroes and I love you. And you all make the best bacon, egg and cheese on buttered rolls, poppy seed buttered rolls. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's not something they have out in California. Mm. You know what I have been able to find though? 
which I'm really happy about because I was missing it when I first came to California, is good pizza. Pizza! We're from New York, man. We we know good pizza. New Yorkers are so snotty about their pizza, but that's because it's the best. It is the best. It's something about that grease dripping down your chin. Like, they don't have that out here. That's because everyone out here is a health fanatic and they're horrified to have greasy pizza. I want the white pizza, no sauce, skim mozzarella or ricotta, or let's do vegan cauliflower pizza. That's my favorite. That's disgusting. You know, I feel like... That's not pizza. (laughs) That's not pizza anymore, actually, you moron. That's cauliflower crust with some vegetables on top of it. Pizza actually has sauce and cheese. If you go to Italy and you ask an Italian what's on your pizza, I bet you they'll say sauce and cheese. They're not going to be like, oh, we make it with the cauliflower and it's a (laughs) gluten-free. Also, you don't all have celiac disease and you can eat gluten. So just shut the fuck up on that one too. Wait, celiac disease? People who have celiacs can have gluten. Those are like, the, I have a gluten allergy. I'm allergic to gluten. No, you're not. You're, you're carb shamed. That's what you are. You think that <laughs> you carbs are, are carb shamed. So don't be a fucking jerk off. <laughs> Thank uh, you. You're welcome. You know, I think pizza is, is a lot of people's go-to treat meal or cheat meal. Treat meal. Treat. I love treat. pizza. I like to get the, at Trader Joe's, they have this, herb dough and you can make your own pizza it's a buck 99 and you roll it into like a what you think is supposed to be round pizza dough shut up i don't make it round i make it rectangular and i like to put (laughs) arabiata sauce robin loves what was your you have like a bacon mushroom and something uh olive yeah yeah robin loves bacon mushroom olive as a kid i will i'll definitely go with the bacon pepperoni is also that's like a staple i love pepperoni and the, the places out in California have done a good job impressing me, I, I must say. Where do you go? Where do you go for your pizza? So I just moved to San Pedro pretty recently, and I found Bonello's New York pizza. They are... Bonello's. That's with the letter B, like blowjob. Or boner. Bonello, or like boner. Bonello's. <laughs> Bonello's pizza. You walk in and they're like, what can I get you? And then get the hell out of here. You know, they they straight off the block from New York. Oh, that's cool. It's really nice. My clients own, God, can I say that? My clients own Manhattan Beach Pizzeria, which has really good pizza. And they're from New York also. Oh, yeah. So See, you New Yorkers. You we know New where Yorkers. to find you. And it's so funny. People ask me, like, what makes it so good? Is it really the water? Like, is do they ship the water in from New York to make it good New York pizza? Do they? I don't know. That would make sense, though, wouldn't it? I don't know. All right. So another place is Pizza Nista. They have a few locations. There is one called, their pizza is called Meat-tastic. It's pretty disgusting, like, if you think about it, but That's it's pretty amazing. So disgusting. <laughs> Meat-tastic sounds like some dude on roids. Yeah, no, it's, it pretty much is pizza on roids. He's it getting just... that pump everywhere except in his dick. <laughs> oh, he wishes he could get it in his Shame dick. on you. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame terrible. on you. And the last one I have to recommend... This was one of the first places I ever tried in California, and it was actually, don't shame me, in the valley. So it was in... What's the valley? That's over the hill, right? That's when you drive through those two hills? Like the San Fernando Valley. Like, you meet lots of valley girls, you know, who are... You know what else they do in the valley? (laughs) (laughs) From what I've heard. Porn, question mark? Porn, question mark? (laughs) Let's go... Can we watch? So now I feel bad for giving a shout out to this place, but East Coast Pizza Company, Neil is the owner, and... He makes fantastic New York pizza. He's from Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. And he knows how to make a good New York pizza. I prefer to drink my carbs. 
Of course you do. You know what? If you're going to put, if I'm going to put shit in my body, like that mezcal over there, can you please fill me up? Oh, yeah, sure. If I'm going to put shit in my body, then I would prefer to get drunk off of it. So. Like I am right now. Otherwise, I don't really drink that much. Yep. Okay, whoa, that's enough. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Do you want to chase her? (laughs) I do. How so do we, you prefer to drink your carbs. I prefer to drink my carbs because then I also don't remember what happens afterward. If you eat a bunch of really bad food, you always remember, oh, I ate all that bad food. But if you drink a lot of alcohol and then do shitty things and make mistakes in your life, eventually you don't even remember those things because you were too plastered. But what happens when you do both? Like that time you went on the train? What, what did you have? Like a Valentino bag after eating pizza or something? Oh, yeah. So I have this really bad thing that I do, which is... <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing because it's happened more than once. The Valentino bag story. This was my second or third time that this happened. I was in New York City with my girlfriends and I had bought this real Valentino bag when I was in studying in Italy and we went, and I would bring that bag everywhere. I thought I was so fancy bitch with my Valentino purse. It was really pretty. It was a beautiful brown leather Valentino bag with gold trim. Oh, so pretty. So we went out and drank a lot of really shitty cheap red wine, probably in Little Italy, because we used to always do that. And I'm sure we smoked weed on the street, like in a phone booth hiding from the cops. And then my friends always make me get into moving vehicles after we do these things. And that... <laughs> Moving vehicle plus Homa plus alcohol or any kind of substances does not go well together. And I'm always like, no, I don't want to get in the cab. Can we please walk? And they're like, no, no, come on, stay so much faster. So we got in the cab and my friend is sitting, I'm sitting on the left side of the cab. My friend is sitting in the middle, my friend Liz. And then my friend Danielle is sitting on to the right of Liz. And they're talking away. And all of a sudden, I feel it happening. Oh, no. So, I very discreetly empty my Valentino purse into my lap. And then I look at them and they're just completely ignoring me. And don't tell me why I didn't open the cab door or ask <laughs> or say, the cab driver, over. please pull yes. over or just go out the window. So I proceeded to lean over my left knee and vomit into my Valentino purse and vomit and vomit and vomit <laughs> until the purse was full, upon which I zipped it up. And then I turned to Liz and I was like, can you take my stuff? (laughs) And she was like, what happened? What's wrong with you? And I was like, I just threw up in my bag. (laughs) And Danielle's like, what? Oh my God, Homa, why do you always do that? See, this is a real story. And that is what my friends say. So we got out of the cab and I threw, I remember it was downtown near West 4th Street. And there's a Grey's Papaya down there. And I threw my purse in the garbage outside oh, the Grey's Papaya. No. And I made like this sad little girl face. Like I'm throwing away my really fancy bag. I probably spent, never spent that much money on a bag. And I threw it in the garbage. I will never be bougie again. I'll never be bougie. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm trying to remember where we went. We went to Thunder Jacks. If you live in New York, you know these places they are not bougie at all. No, and they also stay open until like four or five in the morning. Because everywhere in New York stays open until four in the morning, the bars. So we got more plastered. I rallied, by the way, which I also never do. And we went to get a cab and Liz was so sweet. 
I don't know if sweet is the right word. She marched her little dancer ass over to the garbage with a plastic bag and took my Valentino bag out of the garbage and shoved it in my hand. She was like, you take this home and clean it out. You're not throwing that bag away. So I got into a cab and I went to the Upper East Side where my grandma lives and (laughs) passed out. I think that was the night I passed out on the bathroom floor and she ended up scooping me off the bathroom floor. And somehow she found the plastic bag with my Valentino purse filled with vomit. You did not make grandma clean I didn't make her, but she did it. Oh my She cleaned God. out my Valentino purse. She cleaned the vomit and she never said anything to me about it. This is the same woman who cooks grandma's chicken. You know, this is where yeah. grandma's chicken originated so, so from. So, good. Or as that was one likes of my sadder pants off shame. chicken. That was definitely a shameful thing to puke in my... My first experience with a woman was not so shameful, but it also was not so successful. And that <laughs> happened after a night of drinking too. I have some really funny friends. Your that, walks of shame are pretty intense. My walks of shame are, are shameful, I suppose. So I was at a bar in, I don't know if this was my first experience with a woman, but it was, it stuck out in my head a lot. So I was at a bar, of course, with my friend Emily, who Emily is the type of person that if you're like, come on, let's go smoke heroin and then try to fly a plane. She'll be like, yeah, guys, let's do that. Like She's super positive. She's very positive about everything and she's very encouraging. So... I was there with Em and we were dancing and hanging out. It's this really cool place. They have a taco truck in the back and cheap drinks and good music. And there was this woman flirting with me and her name was Maria. Maria. And I like him a little dark. So <laughs> she was she was pretty good looking. She was Her name was Maria. She was from Brazil, I think. And she was definitely flirting with me. And, you know, we were doing that silly female thing, like laughing, like, ha, <laughs> You always throw your head back. Yep, and I usually hit my head on the wall behind me. Not ashamed. (laughs) So I said to Maria, I'm going to go to the bathroom, which is what I was going to do. In all honesty, I had to pee. So she's like, okay, I will go to the bathroom with you. And I was like, ladies always go to the bathroom. Because ladies always go to the bathroom with each other. But they don't always do this. (laughs) Upon entering the bathroom and there's a stall open, I like push the stall open. This woman shoves me into the bathroom stall, slams it shut, and then pushes me up against the bathroom stall. And she's like, I'm going to do this. And she ripped my pants off and dropped down on her knees and started eating me out. Oh my God. That's what I said. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) what is happening? I could probably count the number of people I've let lick my vagina. Maria was one of them. And let me tell you, she scared the shit out of me. I thought she was, she just like went to town too. It was really, and she was like holding me up against the wall. No shaming Maria. All right. She was just doing what she wanted to do to you. Eat my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Not with entirely all of my permission, but um, no, I didn't come because I was fucking horrified. Oh man, my friend of mine, she has the worst. Sex shame story. I feel so bad for her. Uh, She told me about this, that she went out with some guy and he had been asking her out ever. And she finally said yes. And it turned into like a one night stand. They got hammered. They just went home. They like skipped the dinner portion, went back to his place. She doesn't know where she is, like really who this guy is, whatever. She's going to sleep with him anyway. And they start having sex and he finishes. And he then finishes. He, he, they start he having pains. sex, she finishes. 
because that's what men do. They finish. They're not like, hey, can I help you finish first? No, no, they're not like that. Anyway, they had sex. He finished. He started having a full-blown seizure, like completely convulsing all over the floor. And she's standing over him, like trying to figure out what to do, right? No pants on. And she works kind of in the healthcare industry. So she calls an ambulance and she's like, I don't know this guy's name. I don't know his last name. I don't even know what house I'm in. Like, can you please come help him? Because he's seizing all over the floor. And it turns out that he was diabetic and failed to mention that to her. And he was having whatever, a low blood sugar moment and was so ashamed to tell her, hey, I'm diabetic. Maybe I need a chocolate bar. <laughs> like, and just oh my God. didn't mention it. And, she, and I told her, I was like, fuck it, man. Don't be ashamed. You fucked a guy until he seized. Like, I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> fucked until he seized. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, girl. Good job. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of lost in this story a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember if I, what I'm actually I'm just selfish bitch and I'm like have I ever fucked anybody until they seized or passed out I mean I've passed out while people fucked me I'm a little ashamed yeah isn't that sad when that happens well it's just that's your, your own fault right that's not my you. fault no not your fault their fault oh I will take full responsibility I'm just tired <laughs> and after I come like four times I start to pass out even if someone's got their fingers like all four of them up in me sometimes. So you're, so you're saying don't feel shame. It's just a homa thing. It's just so <laughs> or I had someone going down on me and I was passing out. It's really bad. Or even my favorite part is where I'm trying to do my part and like be a giver <laughs> and like give the blowjob. Or I love you're like finger. I'm trying to. Be I'm a trying giver. to be like, the giver. I, really I was trying to figure to do it. <laughs> this hot chick and I fell asleep mid G spot stimulation. I know it's really should be ashamed. (laughs) That's not even funny. I know I'm a shithead. You know, I have one more shame story and it's, it's an actual walk of shame story. So I went out with my friends. This was a long time ago, by the way. So long time ago, she pulled out the New Yorker on that one. Pulled out the New Yorker. So we were in Isla Vista. Isla Vista is a college town with 30,000 college students within one square mile. It's disgusting. It's you walk around barefoot, you're going to get hepatitis. Anyway, we went out for Halloween there. My friends lived there and they took took me out. And so I dressed up as a broken China doll. So I painted my face white and I put all these little like what looked like cracks in it and made my eyes really black. So I looked like an actual China doll. You looked like a hooker on Sunday morning. I looked like a hooker. (laughs) It was terrible. Anyway, so we went out. I met this guy. Nope, don't remember his name. How many of the names of the guys you fucked do you actually remember? I just want to let you know that I remember at least 95% of the people I've slept with. And you and Danielle... (laughs) It's Robin, my sister, and our best friend Danielle is like, that guy on the boat. That guy that drove the cab. That guy under the bar. The guy with the motorcycle. (laughs) The guy with the cute dog. The twin. No, not Matt. The other brother. Well, they should feel ashamed. The fishermen. Obviously, they weren't memorable. The bartender. How many bartenders do you have under your belt? (laughs) I'll take three at once, please. Anyway, so... Fuck you very much. I fucked this guy. I woke up somewhere where I wasn't supposed to be the next morning and completely forgot that I looked like a Sunday hooker (laughs) and proceeded to walk down the street the next morning looking like a broken China doll with like a plaid skirt on and 
had no idea that I was walking down the street like this. And people, you know, people are giving the look like, oh, that sucks. Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. (laughs) Yes, I don't do that anymore now that I'm in my 30s. Thank God, (laughs) now that you're fucking old. My very first walk of shame, the first person I called was my mom. (laughs) What did you say to mom? I was so excited. I had just, I had recently broken up with my high school sweetheart. I was in college in Manhattan. And it's really actually the shame part is that this guy couldn't get it up because he was on too many prescription drugs. Oh, this started um, early. For something you, like didn't I it? ended up giving him like a hand job and a sock or something. It was really bad. <laughs> but I stayed with another guy and I was getting on the crosstown bus back to my apartment and I called my mom and I was like, Hi, mom. <laughs> and she knew immediately. She was like, What's going on? And I was like, I'm doing the walk of shame. <laughs> Did mom even know what a walk of shame was? Yeah, she was like, congratulations. <laughs> yes, we. Th- this is not a dysfunctional family. This is the type of conversations we have. I thought it was really nice of her to be so supportive. Yeah. It was, you know, like my first time out after a really bad breakup. Yeah, our mom always says, you'll never be as bad as I was, which I don't want to know. Like, I, you know, if you know what I've case, never done that was brought up? recently is snort cocaine off someone's dick. And I feel okay about that. Eat your carbs, guys. Don't be ashamed and try new ways of working out. And please don't do cocaine off people's dicks because that, that is shameful. That is shameful. Don't so do that. I would like to know in three words or less, your worst shame. Your shame story. Your shame story in three words or less. Why are you walking bow-legged? Send us a DM at Hind Sisters and be nice to yourself. Don't shame your body. Don't shame your body. Shame your friends' bodies. <laughs> it's good motivation. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of Fitness, Fitness Food, Food and Fucking. Until next time, motherfuckers. Later. <laughs>